Hello, beautiful people. Welcome to another episode of the Word Up Podcast, your daily Bible study companion. We hope you've been blessed by previous episodes. If you're new here, we'd like to say a big welcome. We believe you're not here by accident and we've got something great for you today. So sit back, relax, grab a cup of coffee, tea or juice and let's get right into it. Proverbs chapter 21 and verse 21, the NIV. Whoever pursues righteousness and love finds life, prosperity and honor. I'll take the Passion Translation as well, Proverbs 21 and verse 21. Lovers of God who chase after righteousness will find all their dreams come true, an abundant life drenched with favor and a fountain that overflows with satisfaction. Hmm. This is somewhat a continuation of what we shared yesterday. It is addressing our focus in life, what drives us. We talked about those who are money-driven, and we mentioned that money in itself isn't a bad thing, but putting money above God is what counts as evil. Shall we continue in that light? Let me quickly say that God seeks to be supreme in our lives and anything we allow to take a place above him becomes an idol and God is a jealous God in that regard. He would not have us serve two masters. Whoever pursues righteousness and love finds prosperity and honor. Righteousness and love are core attributes of God and the word pursue means to earnestly seek after something. Scriptures tell us that though we are in the world, we are not of the world. We are of God. We are from above and are admonished to seek those things that are above. Righteousness and love are from above. To seek righteousness is to seek to do only those things which please God and I agree this is very challenging in our world as the world is not righteous and we are living in it. For anyone to pursue after righteousness, one has to be resolute. Righteousness being our watchword and foundation upon which we dress, speak, work, relate to people, watch our movies, listen to music, essentially do everything in life. Righteousness to determine what we do in our relationships with spouses, boyfriends and girlfriends. Being righteousness conscious is being conscious to please God in every aspect of life. Allowing Jesus to be Lord of every area of life. Many of us pray the sinner's prayer saying, Jesus be Lord of my life. But what that really means is that we ought not to do anything the Lord has not commanded or anything that would make the Lord unhappy. This is one reason some choose not to be Christians so they can do as they please without being answerable to anyone. Sounds like a smart decision, right? <laughs> but yesterday we made it clear that everything we do in this life, including how we live life, we will give account to the one who owns life. When we're faced with difficult decisions and situations, we don't start by running to people to hear what they think 
We want to ask God what he thinks. Check his word to find out his thoughts on that matter. I do understand that certain situations are not clear-cut in scriptures. In these circumstances, it is advisable to seek counsel from those who would tell us only what God is saying. I remember a distant friend of mine, not someone in my circle, though, but someone I know. This chap was having issues with his wife and wanted to have a divorce. They've got three children together. He mentioned to me one day and I asked what the problem was. When he told me, I didn't think it was enough grounds for them to have a divorce. My opinion though. So I began to counsel him on how it could work and how he should forgive and let go and all. He said to me, and I'd like you to know this, that of everyone he had told of his divorce plans, I was the only one who advised him otherwise. I wasn't surprised because the value of marriage has been lost in the society today and marriage is no more treated as that sacred union between God, man and the woman, but a mere contract which ends quickly like the sunset. If everyone around you is advising you to take a decision, it's no ground for you to take it. You need to check if that is in line with the word of God. Is it righteous? Does it please God? In that chap's case, I gave him several reasons including the confusion and heartbreak they're going to cost their little children. But apparently no one cares these days. It is the norm in the society. That was why I said earlier that one has to be resolute and pursue righteousness. Mind you, the word being evil is not an excuse to be evil. A tilapia fish in the midst of catfish would not change its identity. We've got an identity to preserve, the identity of righteousness. For we are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. The other day, my wife was looking for a style of dress to make for my brother's wedding and she couldn't find one completely decent style that she liked. It's either the top exposes too much or the bottom is slit unimaginably. So she had to merge styles to create a decent style for herself, top from here, bottom from here, middle from there, etc. Dear friends, I do not deny the fact that the world is evil, but children of God need to shine their light. The more the darkness, the more the light will be appreciated. It says, pursue after righteousness and love. God is love. Love is the most foundational doctrine of Christianity. Anyone that does not love does not belong to God. Scripture says it, not me. I like the fact that love was merged with righteousness because the prevalent thing called love in the world today is unrighteousness. So we see, my friends, that we are constantly fighting against the world's system to please God and the verse reminds us that if these are priority, that is, righteousness and love, we will find fulfillment in life, honor, and prosperity. May I end by saying what others seek after, what they rise up early and sleep late, we find in God. So seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be yours in abundance. Have you learned anything from this podcast today? What are some life lessons I think we can pick up? Number one, be resolute in your pursuit of righteousness. 
be resolute in your pursuit of righteousness. Number two, the thicker the darkness, the more relevant the tiniest bit of light. So let your light shine. Lesson number three, if we seek God with our whole heart, every other thing follows. And we don't have to struggle like every other person. Shall we pray? Dear Father, we thank you for your word which has come forth to us today. We understand how difficult it is to live for you in this world with so many oppositions and so many evil around us. Too much evil, Lord. We're asking that you help us to be resolute in our faith, help us to shine as lights in this dark world. Help us to uphold your standards of righteousness and holiness and love. We ask for your grace. We receive grace to be righteous in this fallen world. Thank you, dear Jesus. In your name we pray. Amen. Thanks for tuning into the Word of Podcast today. We hope you've been inspired by God's Word. If you've got any questions or comments, you could leave them at the comment section below or email us at wordoppodcast21 at gmail.com. We'll be delighted to read from you. You could also do it by letting us know where you're listening from and how this program has blessed you. See you next time for another exciting and inspiring episode of the Word Up Podcast. God bless you. Bye-bye.